while we bow our heads just a moment, please. Our Heavenly Father, it's with grateful hearts that we approach Thee tonight. In the name of Thy beloved Son, Jesus, to thank that one time we poor Gentiles, alienated from God, far away from the commonwealth of, of salvation, and how that we were carried away with dumb idols, and in due season Christ died in our stead. The one that was most beautiful was made ugly and disfigured on Calvary that we, through his suffering, might be brought nigh unto God. And tonight we have this grand, marvelous privilege to be called sons and daughters of God. How happy we are. We're unworthy of such a blessing. And we confess our sins that we're not, and our unworthiness. But happily, we are so happy to announce to the people that Jesus has did this great, marvelous thing for us. And it's our duties tonight as we go through this pilgrimage to cry to the right and left for aliens to come to the cross and be saved. We pray, God, that tonight that many may find this saving grace. Many people who are wayward and out of the way may be reconciled to God tonight as they look at Calvary and see that supreme sacrifice that was made there in our behalf. The innocent for the guilty. Bless us together. Heal the sick and the needy. So many are suffering. The weather's so hot. Many of people are sick. But thou art Jehovah Jireh. So we pray that you'll manifest yourself in all your redemptive powers tonight. For we ask that in the name of Jesus Christ, thy Son. Amen. You be seated. As Brother Baxter has just acknowledged that uh, ones are visiting friends, it's a privilege tonight to have Brother Osborne, which has been a very close friend. We've only met two or three times in life, but our love of David and Jonathan has existed between us since we first met. Also, Brother John Sherrod. I met him just a few moments ago, another bosom friend of mine from Phoenix, Arizona. Reverend Mr. Beeler, one of our pastors down there at the Tabernacle, and Mr. McDowell also, a friend, just flew up from the Jeffersonville Church, is with us tonight. We're happy to have them. Brother and Sister Woods has been here all along. One's taking recordings, sitting here, Brother Woods on the book stand. My mother, many other friends, I'm happy to be with you tonight and to be gathered here in this building tonight. Yet under the heat of the, the weather, yet the glorious Spirit of Jesus Christ is in the building and ready to make well the sick and to make the needy to be satisfied. To supply all that we have need of. Your heavenly Father knows you have need of these things before you even ask Him. How wonderful. And He is to us. I wish to read His Word at this time. Just to go with some of the words that has perhaps already been read. 
This is found in St. John, the 10th chapter, beginning with the 22nd verse. I wish to read this part before we pray for the sick. And it was at Jerusalem, the feast of the dedication, and it was winter. And Jesus walked into the temple in Solomon's porch. Then came the Jews around about him and said unto him, How long dost thou make us to doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you believe not, because you are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Then the Jews tuck up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, Many good works have I showed you from my Father, for which of those do you stone me? The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we stone thee not, but for blaspheming, and because that thou being a man make thyself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your laws? I said, Ye are gods? And if he called them gods, unto whom the word of God came, and the scriptures cannot be broken, say ye of him who the Father has sanctified and sent into the world, thou blasphemest, because I said, I am the Son of God. If I do not the works of my Father, believe me not. But if I do, though you believe not me, believe the works, that you may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. Therefore they sought again to take up stones, and he escaped out of their hand. May our Lord add his blessings to his word. God in confirmation of his word of the testimony of Jesus Christ was declaring to the people that it was the Son of God. Once in talking to a man, he said, nowhere in the scriptures did Jesus ever say that he was, plainly say he was the Son of God. There's several places he said he was the Son of God. He told St. John 4, he said he was the Son of God. And also here he says he was the Son of God. And the people who believed him recognized him to be the Son of God because the signs of God followed his Son. And his Son has risen from the dead, living among us tonight. And the same Jesus that God vindicated that day vindicates in his church tonight with his believers. For Jesus said, A little while and the world will see me no more. Yet you will see me, for I personal pronoun. I will be with you, even in you, to the end of the world. Now, not someone else, but Jesus himself. He has risen from the dead, living in his church, and he said, the things that I do, 
shall you also greater than this shall you do because I go to my father. Now the people couldn't understand how him being a man would go to the father and yet be back in. But he said, I came from God and I go to God. He came out of spirit into out of eternity into time for the taken way of sin passed through time went back into eternity so it's was God and he's with us raised from the dead and the things that he did in the days of his flesh he is doing tonight and has been doing since he rose from the dead when the disciples went forth the Bible said they went forth preaching everywhere the Lord working with them confirming the word with signs following I was reading a tract today, was probably passed out in this church, concerning broken cisterns. It's a very outstanding tract. I liked it very much. It is true that we have substituted for the Holy Spirit human theology, and it does not work. It will not. The Holy Spirit is the, the government of the church. To the world, it's foolish. But to those who believe, it's salvation. I am happy tonight to be numbered with that church. Although maybe tomorrow or tomorrow afternoon I'm to preach here in the tabernacle, if the Lord willing. I was thinking on preaching on a subject that I did here not long ago. Why am I a holy roller? I will tell you why. Why did I number myself out of the Baptist church over with what's called holy rollers? Because it's the scripture. And that's why I numbered with them. I'm so happy that God gave me that great privilege of doing that. Not discrediting Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, or any other church. The believers are born again. No matter what church they go to, if they're born again, they're Christians. No matter what church they are. But I mean for churches who stands for the phenomenal, the great powers of God. You see, if a man does not have the Holy Spirit, he cannot believe those things. Because when a man is born of the Spirit of God, he becomes the Son of God, and his nature is likened unto God. That's the reason Jesus said, did not it say in your laws, ye are gods? Because you're an attributes of God. And then God himself, all things are possible. God believe the very world that we're sitting on tonight. This world, this world that we now are living on, the crust of it, is nothing in the world but one word of God made manifest. God spoke the world into existence. How many believes that? This is the word of God made manifest. This pulpit, this wood, this everything in here, everything that the eye sees was made manifest because God spoke it into existence. Then if a man is born of the Spirit of God, he doesn't listen to reasons at all. God cannot be reasoned. God is believed. We don't know God by theology. We don't know God by education. We don't know God by reasons. We know God by faith. It's beyond reason. You cannot reason. That's what makes it so real to us believers. We look at the unseen. The things that we do not see, we look, we look at that. I might have time for a testimony if it wouldn't bother you too much. Many times at my home, I've got about 10 minutes yet by the clock before we start the prayer line. Saturday night. Many times at home, 
someone, a young fellow today in the restaurant said, I guess, Brother Branham, it's your pestered with peoples. I wouldn't think it was pestering. I told our young brother, who is a very fine brother, hungering and thirsting for God. I said, no, the dear people that come, 99% of them are really sincere and honest, trying to get well or find peace of mind. So many times it wears me out. I have to leave for a little while. I love people. I can't stay in a room and sleep and sick babies on the porch and some father with his wife and her dying with a cancer and wanting a glass of water and me trying to get an hour of sleep. Night after night, sometimes I never remove my clothes. Then when I get real so bad I can't stand it, I have to go away somewhere else. But what is it? It's people longing. Every man longs to see beyond the, the curtain. In the early centuries, when the king of England, when they got their name, they was first called Angelin because they were white-looking people and long, blonde hair. They were, the king was, just before his baptism, he was sitting in a, a place one night where there's a big fire burning and a little bird flew into the firelight and flew back out. He said, where did he come from and where did he go? That's like human beings. Where did he come from? Where did he go? We come into the world, we leave. And any man that can find anything that will declare something to him behind the veil that every person has to pass through is interested in knowing something about it. Not long ago, a great Presbyterian minister was asking a brother on the West Coast, said, we used to have a great churches up and down the West Coast, but the Christian science broke them up. The brother turned and said, if you would have stayed in the will of God, there wouldn't have been any need of Christian science. That's correct. The church is supposed to let down, getting away from the phenomenal, and a man is still a man. He's, he's a supernatural being, and he's looking for a supernatural God that does supernatural things. I just returned from California, where Congressman Upshaw, many of you have heard of his healing, I'm sure. I saw in a vision a man playing a little boy on a haystack and so forth. You've heard, read the vision. He'd been an invalid for some 66 years. And he was healed instantly while sitting back in the rows in a chair. The Lord Jesus came, showed the vision, told him just what had taken place, told him to rise up. He was well. He obeyed and he was well until the day he left the world. Years later, not with crippled and killing, he just got is going nearly 90 years old, so he just died from old age. I come home, my wife said to me, she said, Billy, I've got a bad news to tell you. Said your good friend William Hall, which was one of my converts in the Milltown Baptist Church, said he's dying with cancer. I said, surely not, Brother Hall, yes. Said Dr. Dillman of Cardin has told him that he can't live no longer. He's dying. He said he brought him up to New Albany. He's out here at some of these people's now dying. I went to see him that night. He'd lost some 50 pounds, real yellow all over. The cancer was in the liver, very seriously. I had prayer for him the next day. I went back and he was still worse. I had prayer for him again that evening. I went back and he was almost gone. I had prayer for him again. Mrs. Hall, which is a good friend of mine, I've lived in their home. 
She said, Brother Billy, is there anything that you can do? I said, only thing I can do, Sister Hall, is ask God. She said, well, is there any, you know of any medical? I said, well, now look, doctors are just like ministers or anything else. You have to have confidence in them. I said, of course, my little friend, Dr. Adair here, we were school boys together and we've always been very close friends. I think as far as medical science, he's the tops. I said, wonder if he'd come down and see Mr. Hall. I said, I'll ask him. I called up the doctor and he said, well, Billy said, I could go down there. But said, I'll just go look at the x-rays. Said, if they've x-rayed him, cancer is there. That's all I could do. And just put him more expense. He went and looked at the x-rays. Said, yes, he has cancer. I said, is there anything that you could do? He said, well, we might send him over to Abel in Louisville, which is a clinic, great cancer clinic in Louisville. So I told Mrs. Hall, they got him ready, wrapped him and put him in an ambulance, tuck him over there and he had examination come back. He said, well, told, they tell Dr. Adair, a doctor called me, said, Billy? And I said, yes, doctor. He said, well, the, your friend, Mr. Hall, uh, here's the remark, said he'd go to jump overboard in the next four days. I said, I hate to hear that, doctor. Nothing you can do. said, Billy, we can't take the man's liver out and him live. said, just what he's got, just, he just live on. said, his time has come. And he said, if he's a ministry or be prepared to die, I said, oh, he's prepared to die. But I said, he's fairly young man yet, about 56, 58 years old. Much work he could do for the Lord. I hate to hear that, doctor, there. He said, but he's going to go. said, Abel's seen the same thing that we've seen. And we give him a test and he's cancer. His liver's completely eat up with a cancer. I said, yes, sir. I said, well, thank you very much. I said, I'll pay you. Of course, he never would take pay for anything he did for a Christian or believer, ministers. And so I said, I went out and I told Mrs. Hall. I said, well, Mrs. Hall, I'll, I'll give you the message. You come out. And I said, the doctor said he'd be dead in four days. And she started screaming. I said, now, Sister Hall, as many times as Brother Hall and I have stood in the pulpit and preached together and we've talked to the lovely Jesus, said, oh, but I just don't know what I'll do without him. I said, well, God's perhaps calling him home, Mrs. Hall. I said, we'll go in and pray. And my secretary and my wife, my mother-in-law and many of us, we went in and prayed. He was just almost unconscious, just yellow as he could be in someone rubbing on his hands and his eyes sunk way back, real yellow, a liver condition of the cancer. So I went home and the next morning I was to leave to go into Toledo, Ohio, area Pennsylvania, coming home for one day, having one night at the high school gym in Jeffersonville, and then was going to Africa from there. And I'll f- never forget it. I'm, I was born in Kentucky. I, my conversion never kept me from life to hunt squirrels. I, I still like to squirrel hunt, so I thought I'd get out early the next morning if nobody was there. And the house got empty about 12 o'clock, and I got my little 22 rifle and set it down in the corner of my old, old coveralls and was going to get ready to go hunting. Three o'clock, the, the alarm went off. I got up and put on my clothes and looked out on the runway, coming in the driveway rather, and there was no one sitting out there, so I thought, well, I'll be all right for me to leave now, and I wasn't so much going hunting as just to get away to rest a little bit. So I started through to the bathroom, and as I started into the hallway, there was a little green apple about that big, and it was real knotty, worms all through it, looked like it had eaten holes in it. It was hanging. I thought, well, what did my wife put that on the wall for her? I thought, that would be awful. And just a little old, knotty, green, sour-looking apple hanging on the wall. Well, I thought, my, I'd have put something different from that on the wall. 
And uh, I just amazed that it caused the light and the hall was kind of shining in. I just noticed that at the corners of the past and I happened to look, it was moving up and down and it wasn't on the wall. It was hanging right out in the air. So I knew there was something going on. I slid over to the corner, set my rifle down, took off my big old hat. I knelt down and I said, what would my father have his servant know? And I just watched. Down come another one, just like it, and stood by it. And another, and another, until five of them stood there. And then down came a great big apple, kind of a yellow looking with red streaks in it. And it just made a big grab like that and swallowed one, two, three, four, five. And then the apple went away, and just above it was that light that you see in the picture that they've taken, was standing above it, which is the angel of the Lord, which does all these things that you see at night. He was standing above there. It kind of makes, kind of goes, milling like that. And I said, what would my Lord have his servant know? He said, stand up. I stood up. He said, go tell Mr. Hall, thus saith the Lord. He'll not die, but live. No squirrel hunting that day. I hurried as hard as I could, went back in the room and woke my wife up. I said, sweetheart. She said, hey, are you going hunting? I said, no, honey. I just met the angel of the Lord there at the door, and he told me to go tell Brother Hall that he said that he wasn't going to die. And she started weeping, and I changed clothes real quick and went down to Mr. Hall's, and I said, went in. They were just, just breaking day, and it just all just almost gone. And they had him up. He was kind of semi-conscious. And I run into I said, uh, they said, how do you do, Brother Random, I said, Sister Hall, all of you gather everyone in the room. I have thus saith the law. Nothing's going to stop that. <laughs> no matter what it is, all the devils that Satan could send out of hell, that has nothing to do with it. Not a thing. When you hear that spoke in this building here over something, just watch what takes place. Or anybody here that's ever heard it any word through the entire lifetime of his unworthy servant, if you've ever heard that come forth, watch what follows it. It's always perfect. And I said, he's not going to die but live. And they started screaming and screaming. And I went outside. The next day I left. Brother, Brother Baxter up in the Toledo High. We had the services on the road back. I got in that afternoon to have a meeting that night. I believe Brother McDowell, you have to take me in. I believe that night you and Brother Morgan to the room. The auditorium only seated about 4,000. There's about 4,000 inside and 4,000 outside. So when I got to the platform, I was looking. I happened to look sitting right in front of me, Dr. Baldwin, a very fine doctor. Many of you people here from Jeffersonville know him. His wife was healed with asthma in my room after he'd been operated and everything and nothing stopping. He put his arms around me, just wet. He said, Billy, I've examined her and everything. She hasn't got a speck of it anyway. And she was healed. And so I said, I'm glad to see you here tonight, Dr. Baldwin. I happened to look sitting back over on the bleachers row, and there sat Dr. Carl Dillman from Carden, which is Mr. Hall's doctor. I said, I'm glad to see you, Dr. Dillman. Standing in the door was Dr. Sam Adair, our doctor. I said, I'm glad to see you, Dr. Adair. Sorry we haven't got a seat. And I happened to look sitting over here. Who was sitting first up with Brother Hall? <laughs> Looking at me. I thought, well, I thought, thank you, dear father. I looked at Brother Hall. I said, Dr. Dillman, you remember that Mr. Hall that you gave up with cancer here not long ago? 
Not he said, I said, Dr. Dare, you know that? And by the way, I forgot to tell you, I called Dr. Dare the next morning, the same morning. I said, Doctor, that man that you said was going to jump overboard is going to live. He said, what did you say, Billy? I said, he's going to live. He said, how's he going to live with a cancer in his liver? I said, I don't know. <laughs> but he's going to live. Uh, he had sent me on many cases. You can call him tonight. <laughs> Watch what he, the Lord told him is where his clinic would be built up there in my room. Told him where, he said, it can't be, Billy. They can't build that clinic there. He said, I've just took it through law and they can't even touch that lot for 25 years. I said, I see a vision. And it's a red brick building. He said, that's the descriptions I want to build. And I said, it's sitting right on the corner of Maple and Mark, I mean, um, Wall and Market Street. He said, Billy, it can't be, honey. He said, I, I don't want to dispute your word, but he said, it can't be. I said, doctor, don't dispute what God has said. You just go on and listen. He said, well, I sure hope you're right. And the next morning he called me up. He said, say, shivers is running all through me. He said, you know, they had a meeting in Boston last night and I've already bought that lot already this morning. <laughs> so uh, so he, he said, I never have doubted you, but said, the old doctor will have to see that happen. <laughs> he said, when's it going to happen? I said, I don't know. But I said, he told me that he wasn't going to die. He's going to live. And I said, I'll just stake my life at it. And see, it's going to be that way. He said, well, the old doctor will have to see that. I said, well, you won't die with old age until you see it. I said, because it's going to be. And that night I said to him, I said, do you remember that man that was going to jump overboard in three days or four days? He said, nod. He said, yes. I said, do you want to testify, Brother Hall? He said, glory to God. <laughs> said, do I want to testify? He said, Brother Branham, I, in these six weeks' time, I've gained nearly 40 pounds of weight. He said, look at me. Like that. So the doctor took him out that night, and they took him to the hospital and gave him examination to prove it to themselves. There's not a trace of it. William Hall is preaching in the Milltown Baptist Church tomorrow. He weighs 185 pounds in perfect health. That's been three years ago. Uh, see, praise be to God for his goodness. Now... I want to ask you something, Christian friends. Did I have anything to do with his healing? Not one thing. Even when I prayed for him, it didn't seem to take effect. It was his faith in God. I only took a message what God told me to tell him. Many of you are reading these books. We're not book salesmen. We don't mean to be that. I buy these books myself. They're printed by another man, which is sitting in the building tonight. Not this one. This one's for Garden Lindsay. But the other one, I buy them at 40% off. I get someone to sell them for me and haul them to the meetings. <laughs> it's not money, you see that. It's just, I think it would help somebody. And if I didn't think it was worth what they was asking for, I sure wouldn't, wouldn't get it on the market. But I think it helps people because I have thousands of testimonies of it. And I'm, I'm happy to have it. And thousands of testimonies could be said. But what is that now? To us, there's other sick people sitting here tonight. There's many others, perhaps almost as bad as Mr. Hall was, laying dying. Time wouldn't give, if I could stand and testify until this time, week after next, I'd never get through testimony after testimony of what our Lord Jesus has done. He's wonderful. Why do we set Christian friends? Why do we sit in just so indifferent? Let's be sincere. Let's believe our Lord. Let's appreciate his death at Calvary. Let's appreciate those stripes on his back tonight. 
Let's look at them. On that cold day when Peter was warming by the enemy's fire and him rolling and twisting and the blood coming down his back. I can't deny that. When those great lashes struck across his back until his ribs showed through, how could I say? I look going up Calvary. I see someone going down through Jerusalem. He has a, a garment on. It's wove throughout without seam. I wonder why them little red specks is all over it. After a while, they begin to get bigger. All those little specks finally run together. It's one big bloody garment. I hear it slapping around his legs. What was it? It was the Lamb of God that was going to Calvary to be sacrificed. He had to die for only out of death comes life. That's right. Did you hear that? Only out of death, lest the corn of wheat falls into the ground and abides alone. If it dies, it produces life. Jesus had to die to produce eternal life. And now listen closely, Christian friends. Unless you die to yourself and your feelings and act on God's word, you'll never have life. (laughs) Forget your feelings. Just take what God said and plant that seed into that life of your own death. Or your own death and life will be produced out there and you shall live. Look and live, my brother, live. Look to Jesus now and live. For it's recorded in his word, hallelujah. It's only that you look and live. And we bow our heads. Father, receive us tonight. In the bonds of Calvary with thy son. As we renounce our own lives. And all that we are, we renounce it to be nothing. We could not even breathe without you beating our hearts, pumping our lungs. We would be nothing. We could not have come to this world without you. Father, we're confessing that we have mistreated you. When we see what you have done for us, our hearts are, we are ashamed of our lives. We're ashamed of ourselves. And our small faith, forgive us now. And may the angel of God, who came that morning and said about Brother Hall, who's done all these things down through this life that I have lived, I pray that you are sending tonight to this platform. And may everyone that comes or either in the building anywhere. May they be healed tonight by his power. May their faith just turn loose and look there and believe and say, what more could God do to make us believe? And may all the sinners be saved. May the backsliders come back to God. Hear the prayer of your servant, Father, for we ask that in Jesus' name, thy son, amen. Amen. I'm sorry to take so much time. I was noticing, too, that my good brother, Brother Sherritt, I failed to see his mother sitting there. Sister Sherritt, we're glad to have you. And I believe little Ruthie's somewhere. I haven't spotted her yet, but uh, I'm certainly glad to see you all. Billy, I didn't get to ask. I don't. Did you give out any cards? He was, Billy was away today and didn't get back. And I met Brother Sherritt, and I'm going to come in out there. And the friends from Jeffersville, I forgot to ask him if he gave cards out. What cards did you give? These. How many? From what? From one. All right. 
uh, people with car, prayer cards Z's. They just give them out a while ago, I suppose. Who has prayer card V1? V1. All right. V2. V2. Look on the back of your prayer card. V2. On the front of it will be your name and address. On the back will be a, a number and a letter. Prayer card V2. Somebody look close because it might be deaf, you know. V3. Three. V4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. All right, V10. Let V1 to 10. Excuse me. V, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I look around and see if somebody with you has got a prayer card like that. Somebody sitting near you that's deaf or something because are unable to move. I see a stretcher case over there. Watch and see what prayer card she has. How many is in love with Jesus? Let's see your hand. Oh, my. Isn't he wonderful, so sweet and kind and loving and considerate and forgiving and, oh, I just, I just, it, you know, to know Jesus Christ is, is to know life. Is that right? And it's, it's more than just a, a mental affair. It's, it's really a love. Oh, when you love him, you just believe him for anything, man. All right, now let's see, 20 has... Uh, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, up to 30. That's V. We'll see how many we can get lined up, and then. I'm sorry it's so hot in here. That sure hurt our meeting this week, but many are being healed, and God is being glorified, so we're very thankful for it. We thank you for your patience, too, and consideration of waiting for us. And, All right. Now, up to 30. V, up to 30. Anybody has prayer card? V, up to 30. Now, from 30 to 40, come. V, 30 to 40. Somebody get a chair for the cripple man there, if they will. All right. From 30 to 40. V, 30 to 40. Wasn't too many got up there. Prayer card V, 30 to 40. I look around to your neighbor, it might be his and hers, and they might be deaf and, or unable. Are you checking the prayer card? What's the lady's number over there? Have you? Over there on the, on the stretcher sheet. All right. From 40 to 50. Prayer card V, 40 to 50. They should have a chair down there for some of those Brother Bose. that's right back in there. Some of those people are... are and standing. Oh, she doesn't visit the prayer card. Well, I'll see if I can get down to that far. Let me see if I, I don't, don't want too many standing at once. All right. 
Just line up now and see if everyone is in there. Then we'll see if we missed anyone. If there is, then we'll check through again and see if they got all their cards. And now how many is on real good praying grounds with Jesus Christ? Let's see. I'm happy to have uh, Brother Osborne back here tonight and, and Brother Bose sitting back here as prayer warriors helping me to pray for the sick tonight. Not, how many? I'm sorry. Forty-nine and fifty. V forty-nine and fifty is out in the last call. V, look on your prayer card. V forty-nine, fifty. Look at your neighbor along. Everybody's got a prayer card of, of V's. Anybody's got a V prayer card? Hold up your hand. Then maybe we could get it. Anybody with a prayer card? V. V now, like in victory. Is that the lady that has it? I see. All okay now? Got them all? All right, that's fine. All right, now, how many in here who does not have prayer cards and wants to be prayed for? Would you raise up your hands and say, God, be merciful to me. I'm sick. That's right. God bless you, each one. May he bless you. I have faith and believe. Now, let's all... Now, if anyone knows, there's 50 people that's sitting, standing, leaning. God in heaven knows. As far as I know myself, i never seen one of them in my life. Now, if I could heal one of those people, I'd certainly go do it. If I could heal anyone, I would do it, but I can't. And there's not another person on earth that can do it. The only one that can do that is Almighty God. That's all. Now we can point people to the healing stone. In the old years ago, they used to have a mad stone. When a person was mad dog bitten, they would take them and stick them to this stone. If they stuck, they lived. If they didn't, they died. Now the stone for you to stick to tonight is Calvary. Just come right up and stick against it and hang on to it. Until Jesus Christ confirms the faith in your heart and you're made whole. Now, how many believe that if Jesus has risen from the dead, how, how many believe that with all your heart? Wonderful. Now, that's so happy to know that. Now, if he has risen from the dead, he promised that his resurrection, that his disciples would do the same things that he did. Is that right? And greater. Now, the word greater, I think, don't pertain to anything in uh, quality, but it means quantity. It'd be all over the world. The church is a universal church everywhere. Many more things would they do because he would be with them and in them, and sure they would. But what did he, was he a healer? Be careful. Was he a healer? No. He said, he said, I can do nothing. I do nothing of myself. It's the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Is that right? He was the one did the works. The Father. Now, Jesus said in St. John, when he passed by the pool of Bethesda, there lay cripples and blinds and 
people laying there twisted and lame. He never healed any of them. He passed right on through and found a man laying on a pallet. Maybe he had a posse trouble or something. And he healed him, walked away and left the whole multitude. And yet they tell me he was full of mercy and compassion on the people. My, could you imagine a person full of mercy and compassion? Walked by the twisted and lame and blind and withered trying to get into the pool and just walked on by him. And went to a man that he knowed where he was at. Healed him and left that whole multitude. Look at how that looked. Maybe a poor old father standing there crippled with arthritis saying, Someone help me in the pool. Someone help me. And Jesus passed right by him. Emmanuel, garments full of virtue. And he healed this one man and walked right away and left that whole multitude laying there. That was thousands of people. The Jews questioned the 19th verse of the same chapter. Listen to his words. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself. But what he sees the Father doing, that doeth the Son also. For the Father worketh, and I worketh hitherto. Is that right? Then according to his own word, he saw visions of what the Father was doing. Now there's many people healed. Some blind men one time run at you into the street, and they come into the house, and he didn't pay any attention to them. Then he touched her eyes, saying, according to what? Your faith be it unto you. No vision. A woman touched the hem of his garment. He turned and said, I never healed her. I never seen any vision of her. See? But thy faith has saved thee. Is that right? The woman with the demon-possessed child and all. It was that way. All right. Now, if Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, he's living in his church doing the same thing. Is that right? What if you said for Brother Branham to let the people know that we're absolutely basing this on thus saith the Lord. It's the scripture. Now there's many superstitions and things and, and little psychic moves and so forth that doesn't uh, build on the foundation but this, this is scripturally my dear friend on the word of God. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and forever. Alright. Now I am not he. He is in the building. He is in every individual here. How many seen that picture in that book? I see your hands. Or the picture of the angel of the Lord. Now, well, I'll have to give you the story of it some night. Maybe bring some of the pictures in. To my opinion, the same pillar of fire that led the children of Israel from Egypt to Canaan. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Both Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's just the same. God isn't three people. It's a, it's a three-foot rule that you let out. The same God the Father was made manifest in flesh and now in the Holy Spirit. So that's the reason the baptism is in the name of Father, Son, Holy Ghost. You see, the Trinity. The Trinity, not three gods, but three persons in one God. <laughs> one, three gods, one person in three dispensations. See? All right. He manifested in flesh to take away sin. Come in the whole, He's just unfolding himself from a sacred light above the people down into a holy body to redeem people, then out into... Born again believers. See what I mean? The same God. So today, if Jesus is the same yesterday and forever, it's just the same Father working right on down the same way. All right. Bring the lady, if you will. Now, this lady comes to here tonight. Now, just a moment. If we get to pray for many people, we have been for the first few nights taking every person and searching them real well. To see if there's any sin or something that would keep them from being healed. If there was, no matter how much oil you'd pour on them, that devil would stay right there. 
I could tell you stories that would shock you on those things. But see, the thing you want to do, you have to be careful. If God has put a curse on someone and you'd come around and take that off without repentance of that soul, you see, you've done like Moses did when he smote the rock instead of speaking to it, see. Now, that's the reason, but many times we just pray for the people, leave it up to their faith. Whatever they believe, well, that's up to them. That's what we've been trying to do because after a few nights, I get so weak and tired. If you only knew it, the last two nights, I've slept about five minutes each time. It's just got me in such a place so tense. Your little piano player here met me in the hall last night and said, Brother Branham, so what are you so tense about? No need to try and explain it because there's no way of doing it. Come, lady. I suppose we're, we're strangers, are we? Oh, I, you've been in the prayer line before. If we're bounced? Hammond. Hammond, Indiana. For uh, what nervousness? Uh-huh. Well, that's fine. All right. Then exactly, we wouldn't exactly be strangers. Oh, I don't remember it. On that longer time, I wouldn't know nothing about it. But um, that left you your nervousness, I suppose. That's good. That's fine. Now, then you're here tonight for some other purpose. And do you believe that, of course, if, if you've seen Jesus Christ come down and take away a nervous condition from you, then that same Lord Jesus can take away whatever, what's wrong with you now. Is that right? He can make you well. And um, do you believe then that he has risen from the dead and lives in his church today? You believe that? All right. Of course, you know, I don't know what's wrong with you now. Only God knows that. But he can reveal it to me. Do you believe that? And you wouldn't think it was mental telepathy or, no, no, you would believe it was the Spirit of God. Is that right? That's why you're here. Thank you. See, I'm talking to you now. This is a perfect case, just like Jesus was talking to the woman at Samaria. He said, she said, now, uh, why, you being a Jew and ask me a Samaritan, two different races of people, for a favor, they have no such dealings. He said, but if you know who you were talking to, you'd ask me for a drink. Now, what was he doing? To my opinion, he was contacting her spirit. See, you're you're a supernatural being, the same as your natural being. The life goes out of you. Nobody sees it go, but it goes. You don't operate no more. That's your spirit. Now, that's the thing that by the spirit of God, I have to contact you, see. And then Jesus, after he talked to her, he seen right where her trouble was. And he told her where her trouble was. And she ran into the city saying, come see a man told me everything ever done. Well, he didn't tell her all she done. He just told her how she's living. And... But he could have told her if the father would have showed him. Is that right? That's right. Um, Now, this is exactly a repeat of that case. See? Us standing here together tonight. The two nationalities of people standing and talking. But did you notice Christ was no respect of person? Years ago, there was an old rugged cross come down through Jerusalem, dragging out the footprints of the barrier. On the road up the hill, his little frail body fell. Simon and Serene came, helped him bear the cross. He remembers that. He knows it. You have a real dark look around you. Because you're suffering from some kind of a oppression. Demon bothering you. Isn't that true? Perfectly correct. You're haunted. It's like something haunting at you all the time. It'd run you wild if it could. Here's another thing. 
lady. What you really need is Jesus Christ. You, you, you believe Him. You have confidence in Him. But you really have never just come right out and owned Him the way you should. Isn't that the truth? That's quite true, too. Yes. See, you're, now to heal you, I can't. But your life, you couldn't hide. See? That was close margin there. But I, I can see the way the Spirit of God is moving. Is that the truth? It's, if, the, truth. it's the truth. Now, will you at this time Accept him as your personal savior before this group of people and promise by God's help from this night on you'll live for him the best of your knowledge the rest of your days. If you will, by God's help, I'll make the evil thing leave you and never return again. You will promise. Come here. Now bow your head. Now this is a strange case. Now if you don't want to have this same feeling, you keep your head down till you hear me call. Now, Lord, the creator of heavens and earth, the author of everlasting life and the giver of all good gifts, be merciful to this little woman who stands here tonight, humbly penned before this audience of people, has confessed her wrong. Could not hide from the Spirit of God who is here that knows all things, but she humbly confessed And she's sorry that you let her get well from her other disease and then never completely turned to you. And now she's worse than she was then. For it is written, go and sin no more, our worst thing come. And now she's come and confessed her sins and accepted you as her Savior. And now Almighty God, who raised up Jesus Christ from the dead and promised to be with the believers throughout the age, I come in your name. Help me, O God. And Satan, you who have bound the woman in these fetters of torment, you would set her in the institution, let her butt her head against a padded cell, but you've lost your victory. I come in the representative name of Jesus Christ that died at Calvary, who conquered you and all your kind. And I adjure thee by the living God, and through Jesus Christ, the Son of God, you come out of the woman and let her alone. Look here now. You're free. Are you going to raise your head? You feel all right now? It's gone? Now look, you had a real haughty feeling, didn't you? It's every bit gone. If that's the truth, is raise your hand to the people. You are healed and saved. Go and sin no more. God bless you. Let us say thanks be to our Lord Jesus Christ. This entire audience was one accord ought to believe the Lord Jesus Christ right now. Some minister around close to where the lady lives ought to see the woman. She Now the next thing she needs is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, now, every person, there would be no reason for any person in here to disbelieve. Now, in order, you see how much long it takes? And just a few, and I'd be so weak I couldn't go. Let's just pray for some of the people. Will that be all right? Now, you come, lady, if you will. Now, you, as a lady just passed by, or if, if God would, wouldn't show me one thing concerning you, you'd still believe him anyhow, yes. so I pray. Yes, Lord. yes you would. Yes. And you will accept Jesus now as your healer. Is that right? Yes. Now, here's what's wrong with you. I see you're nearing an operation for a tumor. Is that right? That's right. But it, it'll leave you now if you believe. Yes. You believe his presence? Yes. I want to ask you something. Just when I said that, 
a strange feeling struck you. That's right. That's when it left. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. I wouldn't say a word. Just ask God and pray for you. You'd believe you get well anyhow, wouldn't you? Now, Father, I ask that she is made well in the name of Jesus Christ, your lovely son. Amen. I don't believe him. Don't doubt. Believe with all your heart. God will grant it to you. Do you believe, lady, as you're coming? With all your heart. O Lord God, creator of heavens and earth, send thy peace upon the woman, and may she be healed. In Jesus Christ's name, I ask that. Amen. I go believing with all your heart, and God will make it for you. All right. Now, if you will believe with all your heart, you'll never go blind. You believe it, he'll make it? I do believe. In Jesus Christ's name, may this spirit of blindness is trying to put this man's eyes out. This demon of nervousness and oppression, may it leave him in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Accept your healing now from Jesus. I believe. God bless you. Go and may God's peace be with you. Do you believe, sister? Oh God, author of life, giver of every gift, send peace and mercy upon the woman and heal her, I pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. You accept your healing now. God bless you. Go and believe with all your heart. Come, sir. Do you believe with all your heart? Now, Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, send mercy upon this man and let him be healed. And may the spirit of sickness leave him. May his sight come back normal in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Believe with all your heart. Do you believe? Lord Jesus, I pray for mercy that you will heal her. May she go from the platform tonight happy and rejoicing in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. You believe with all your heart now? Go and rejoice. How do you do? How do you do? Do you believe? I do. With all your heart? my heart. You do. Now, as you walk up here, there's a funny feeling. What it is, you're, you're nervous, upset. Now, Jesus Christ can take that from you. If you will accept it right now, do you do it? It causes you to have disturbance all the time and things. And, and um, it's just, it'll wreck your life. You believe it, you'll give it to over right now and lay it at Calvary and walk away accepting Jesus Christ's petition for you. Oh God, author of life, send mercy on my brother and may he go from here tonight well and may the evil leave him in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Now go say thank you. God bless you. That's right. Now go believing with all your heart and all your soul. Amen. All right. Come lady. Everybody believing with all your heart and Now those people, regardless of what's said to them, they, they get healed anyhow. Do you believe in it? Every, see, you could talk to the person just a few moments. Vision, everyone shows what's wrong. But it, uh, you don't have to tell the people. Now if you will be reverent if, if, as you can while we're praying. Now what do you think, sister? You believe with all your heart? You believe me to be his servant? Believe that God will make manifest his glory here tonight? You do it? There's a strange case about yours. You are, you're upset about somebody else. You're worrying about, it's a soldier or something, it's a boy or young man. Isn't that right? And uh, now just a minute, look to me again, if you will. Uh, yes, the boy, had, oh, he's not a soldier now. He was. And he, he went overseas and he went a Christian. And he something took place overseas. 
he had a, an accident. No, uh, there was somebody else. Oh, his buddy died in his arms or was killed or something or another. And then he returned back and he's been, um, I see a young lady, something other standing, or a trouble. And now the boy's just about mentally gone. Is that right? Yes. Is that the truth? If it is, raise up your hand. You want deliverance for that boy? Do you accept it tonight? You will? Almighty God, have mercy on the woman. Give her her desire. As that woman come one time and said to our Lord Jesus, My daughter is home variously vexed with the devil. He said, It's not me to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. She said, Yea, Lord, but the dogs eat the scraps that falls from the master's table. He said, Go and as thou hast believed, be it unto thee. And oh, Jesus, to confirm your word, help me tonight. And may she go and find it as she has believed in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. You accept now deliverance for that boy and his salvation back to Jesus Christ again. Go and may you find it so. God bless you. How do you do, sister? You believe with all your heart? Believe God will make you well? He'll leave the kidney trouble and let you get well? Boy, you believe that? Lord, I pray that you will heal her. May it go from her tonight and she be made well. In Jesus Christ's name I ask it. Amen. God bless you now. Go on. All right, come. Lord, have mercy on this man and heal him, I pray. Grant your mercies to be upon him and cast away this little one in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. You believe? With all your heart, all my heart. Go in peace. God be with you. Come. You believe with all your heart. Mm. Yeah. That's a worse, isn't that a demon? Just simply torment you day and night and no peace and can't rest and nothing else. Restless at night. Just no sleep. Just a minute. There's a lady sitting right back there, looking this away. She's got the same thing, restless, sleepless at night, sitting right back there in the, that section, just where it crosses across back there. You want to accept your healing too, lady back there? If you do, you know, believe with all your heart, you can stand up and be made well with her. Do you believe it with all your heart, the little lady sitting there with the, uh, the nervous condition? If you believe it and want to accept it, you can have your healing the same time you have yours. Do you believe that you'll be made well? Yes, I believe. O Lord, may thy mercies come upon this woman, and may she be healed in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thank you, Now look, lady, you're healed. Go on on your road rejoicing, thanking God for his goodness. Hallelujah. Have faith in God. Amen. How do you do? If that heart would beat good again, you'd be a happy woman, wouldn't you? You believe it will? Lord Jesus, I pray that you'll help her, God, as she humbly bows. And may your spirit make her whole. And as I lay hands on her as a believer with these hundreds of Christians praying, we ask for mercy for her. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, sister. Go up. May God's peace be with you. Brother McDowell looks a lot like your mother, doesn't it? 
Father, I pray that you'll heal the woman. May she go from here tonight happy, rejoicing, and well. In Jesus Christ's name, I ask it. Amen. God bless you, sister. Go rejoicing, being happy. All right, sir. Come now. Do you believe you'll get well if I ask God for you? Lord Jesus, I pray that you'll make him completely whole. Have mercy upon him. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. How old are you? 73. Certainly don't look to be 73. That's fine. You love the Lord Jesus? Mm-hmm. You believe he's made you well? You know, get over that epilepsy? Believe with all your heart that God will make you well? You do? Stand up on your feet. When he healed him, he healed you the same time. Stand up, young man. God bless you now. Go on. May God peace be with you. believe? Lord Jesus, I pray that you'll heal her. May she go tonight and be made well in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you, sister. Go in God's peace with you. Do you believe with all your heart? Lord Jesus, I pray that you'll make her well. May she go from here tonight rejoicing and happy in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Go believing now with all your heart. Amen. Amen. Everyone, please be just reverent as you can be because, see, spirits scream and cry for mercy. I want you to understand that. They cry for mercy. One will call to the other one. One will call. It's just like Christians. When we pray, that gathers up a, a barricade-like. When you're praying and believing me, Jesus could do no mighty works in his own town because the people didn't believe him. And the only way I can help you or Brother Osborne or anybody is when you have faith in us as ministers of the word of God. You've got to believe us. And when them demons, they're calling for one another like that and they scream and pull. Pray out there and find out if it's not right. Sure. God bless you. All right. Come, lady. God bless you. I see you're very nervous, upset. You believe Jesus Christ to be the Son of God? Do you believe me to be his prophet? You do. Now, that I'm saying that humbly because the angel said if you get the people to believe you and be sincere. Are we perfect strangers, lady? I don't know you and you don't know me. But God knows us both. All the food we ever eat and the air we ever breathe. He gave it to us. Is that right? You must have him now or die. You know that. For you got cancer. Do you know that? That cancer is on the breast, isn't it? And it's on the right breast. Is that right? I just a moment. There it is again. These other cancer cases in here. You believe with all your heart? A lady sitting right there has got cancer of the throat, haven't you, lady? Stand up. God bless you. May you both go and get healed. Satan, come out of them and leave them alone. Thou evil spirit, we adjure thee by the living God, for we are the church of God, and you have no charge over them. Come out of them. In Jesus Christ's name. God bless you. Go in God's peace. Have faith. God bless you, my sister. Now rise up on your feet for your arthritis has left you now. Stomp your feet up and down. Amen. There you are. Now you are. Amen. Amen. All right. You believe? How long have you been this way? Well, there's some. Uh, a year. 
Which one is it? Uh, you believe it? It would. It, it God will give you your sight and make you back normal. Lord Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the devil leave the woman. May she go home and be well. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Now you might ask why I spoke to that woman. That woman was saw in a vision that she was to come and kneel down here on this platform and be healed. What about that lady from the arthritis? You had a promise of that. That if you'd come and kneel there, that you'd be healed. That's exactly right. Amen. God is still God. Jesus Christ raised from the dead and he lives among his peoples today. Believest thou this? Have faith in God. I say, have faith in God. Come, lady. You believe. Lord Jesus, while your spirit is anointing the people, may everyone be healed. Grant this woman included in Jesus' name. Amen. Go thanking God. Just go rejoicing and happy. Are you believing, sister, as you come? Merciful God, I pray for it. You will heal her. May the evil leave as we curse it as the church of the living God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Go thanking God. That's right. Be happy. Do you believe? Lord Jesus, cursed be the devil that binds our sister. May he come out in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Go rejoicing, being happy. Amen. You believing everywhere? Uh, you all are praying too, I believe. And I know these ministers here are praying. The people are being healed. God is moving and their faith is lifted up and anything can just happen now. How do you do, lady? What do you think about this? You have a little cross on your bosom there. Do you you believe in that cross that Jesus take your place up at Calvary there? You do. You're very upset too. You have some kind of a coughing condition. It's asthmatic. Isn't that right? You want to get over it? Say, I accept Jesus as my healer now. And may the cursed thing leave her in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Go praising God and be over. All right. Come, lady. You believing with all your soul and mind that you can be made well. Is that right? You have the worst disease, the disease that kills more people than anything else. Heart trouble. But look, there was a heart that was pierced there with a sword one day to make you well. You accept it? Go in God's peace be upon you and make you well. All right. Come. All right. A little girl in her eyes. You believe that Jesus will make you well? Jesus, bless this child who I bless in thy name. And may it be healed for the glory of God. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, sweetheart. God bless you. Father, I pray that you'll bless this mother. May she go in God's peace be upon her. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. All right, come, brother. Having faith in God, everybody. Do not doubt. Only believe. All things are possible. Only believe. You believe that, do you? All right. That's all you have to do is have faith in God. How do you do? I see you're shaking with palsy. Anyone can see that. Let's talk to the Lord just a minute and see what he'll say about you. See you shaking. That's been that way probably for some time. You also suffer with stomach trouble. Is that right? That's right. It's an ulcer. It's caused from a nervous condition, caused of burning and so forth in your stomach. Now, people could see you shaking, so I just 
thought if there's something else wrong, God would show it. So they didn't see it. Now, the God who can see you at your home and knows all about you will make you well if you'll accept his son and refuse to have it anymore. Go eat what you want to and straighten out your arms and say, I ain't going to shake no more. And go home, you'll get well. Do you believe it? Yes, I do. Accept it? In the name of Jesus Christ, may the devil be cursed. Amen. All right. Have faith in God. Amen. Does everyone believe with one accord, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength? Have faith. I say have faith in God. All right. Come, sir. Only God who is able to do these things is wanting you to have faith in the resurrection of His Son, Christ Jesus, who lives in His church today. And every time God pronounces a blessing, if you will hold on to it, it has to come to pass. Of course, I hardly couldn't tell you what one or the other, and I catch it on the tapes down here, what is being said. All right. Now, of course, I have to be... The anointing of the Holy Spirit has me under. Now it's something that I can't explain. It seems as over this building hanging here, as it begins, I begin to weaken. It seems like it's a milky haze all around over the building. That's in another dimension. And many people know a little of. But God lives in that place. And the only thing you have to do is not think about your senses, how you feel. Just believe what he said, for the scriptures cannot be broken. That's right. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive it, present tense. It'll be given to you, future tense. St. Mark eleven twenty four. Have faith in God, and God will bring it to pass. We cannot heal. We can only declare that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. He healed you when he died. He rose again for your justification. And when you believe on him, you're justified in the sight of God. Then believe that he has risen from the dead. His atonement was for every one of you. Every person, every sick person was healed when Jesus put it in the deposit at Calvary. Amen. You believe that, sir? Yes, I do. With all your heart. Amen. I suppose we're strangers, aren't we? We don't know one another, but God knows us both. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. And uh, you believe that it, it, uh, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is present now Amen, I do. To, to give to you your desire. That's right. Yes, do you believe that he would reveal to me, as he said that he would do after his resurrection, the things that he would do, we'd do also? Do you believe that? Yes. It's something strange. No, you have a, I believe it's a rupture. That's it's right. a double rupture. That's right. Is that true? And by the way, you're a preacher yourself. That's right. You belong to the Assemblies of God. That's right. You come from Wisconsin. That's right. Is that true? That's and go true. home and get well. May Jesus Christ make you well. May Jesus Christ. All right. Come and believe. Do you, lady, with the heart to believe that God will make you well? Almighty God, have mercy upon her and make her well. In the name of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. All right. Come. Sir, if you will just take Jesus Christ as your Savior, and I mean as your healer, you, you'll never go blind. You believe you will? Then I say, I accept you, Jesus, for the healing of my eyes. You do? Come here. The Bible said these signs shall follow them that believe. If they lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. May the blindness of your eyes be cursed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. Go. And as you believe now, you will receive. 
Now, sister, that heart trouble will leave and it'll be normal and well again if you'll believe it. Do you do it? In the name of Jesus Christ, may you receive it. Amen. Go and may God's peace be with you now. Go. That's all right. So thanking God. Believing with all your heart and with all your soul. All right. You won't get rid of that arthritis, crippling and stuff. You believe God will make you well? Now, look, lady, you've been that way and God knows that it's, it's going to take faith to do it. But now, look, why do you, you can't get well by doctors. They, they give that up. So let's you and I just believe right now and accept it and go on on faith. Will you believe it? Cursed be the devil that's bound this woman. May it leave her in Jesus' name. Now, would you do me, believe me as God's servant? Raise your feet up and down like this. Don't, don't fear. Raise your feet up like that. Now, let's you and I walk off the platform like we were. Let's go right real quick. All right. You believe with all your heart, ladies, you come? In the name of Jesus, the Son of God, may the enemy leave your body. Amen. Go believing now. Don't doubt nothing and believe with all your heart. Now, sister, you'll never be bothered with that demon oppression anymore if you'll just believe Jesus. Will you do it? In the name of Jesus Christ, may the devil leave this girl. Go in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, Just a moment. Something happened. What, what was on that recording? What was wrong with that woman? Nervous. Nervous. Nervous? Was it nervous? Yes. Has something struck somewhere right out? Oh, it's a man sitting there with prostate trouble. Sitting right in there. Don't, didn't you have prostate trouble, sir? All right. You're over it now. Get up. Jesus Christ makes you well. Right next to him, you have something other on your temple. It's got it covered up, but it's a growth. Is that right? You accept your healing now from Jesus Christ? All right. As you have believed, so be it unto you. Amen. All right. Do you believe, sir, as you're coming? Yes. Are you coming to me as God's servant? I do. You believe with all your heart? I do. Then I'm here in answer to an angel's directions. All right, sir. Then you're here to get rid of smoking cigarettes. I have had the habit of smoking tobacco, cigarettes. I fought it voluntarily because I had a guilty conscience. I knew that I was robbed of my testimony, the testimony robbed of his power for God. In March of 1953, I awoke in the night crying unto God for deliverance from tobacco. And I awoke to see an angel standing at the foot of my bed. And the angel spoke unto me and said, Go to Brother Branham and be delivered. The devil has stood in the way and did everything he could to stop me from coming. But fortunately, God interceded, provided a way, and on on August 29th, 1953, I attended the Branham meeting, was fortunate enough to be called in the prayer line, and received deliverance. Praise the Lord. Be with you. It's finished. Amen. Bow your head just a moment of death.
Oh, God, author of life, giver of every good gift, send thy peace upon this man. Make this deaf spirit that's binding him come out. Oh, Christ, the creator of heavens and earth, may thy blessings rest upon him. And may this demon that's caused him to be this way leave him tonight. And may from this night on he be shown mercy by God. I ask in Jesus Christ's name. Now with the audience with their heads bowed, please. Satan, come out of the man. Thou death spirit, in Jesus Christ's name, I adjure thee as a servant of God. You hear me? You hear me? You hear me? Say amen. Amen. You can raise your head. The man's healed. Say amen. Amen. I love the Lord. I love the Lord. You are healed. I want to ask you something. You believe me to be his servant? You see this hanging on you here. Just something to see that because it was called deafness. Let's you and I talk just a moment. Yes. You believe me to be his prophet? As yes. a servant? You do. You'd have to. Your ear phones out and you stand there hearing me talk like this. Yes. I'm talking just a normal voice. And you're hearing me. Now, yes. Uh, yeah, there was one time that you smoked cigarettes. But you yes, stopped sir. it. Is that yes, right? Sir. And listen, you've had a, some kind of an operation of the throat or something. Is that right? And it hasn't healed up this right. Or it wasn't successful. Is that right? It's, yes. it's gone now. Oh, God. Thank you. God bless you. You believe with all your heart? Just a moment. Lady, laying on the stretcher, do you believe me to be God's servant? Lady, you sitting there by her, look this way to me. You just talking to her. Look this way. Let's see what's wrong with her. All right. Have faith in God. You, uh, it's a high blood pressure. And it's also arthritis. It's got you bound. Circulation in your body doesn't travel right either. Is that true? If it is, raise up your hand. If that's true. Lady sitting there next to her. She, the rebound's coming back. She can't hear it. I see it up over. She's been cared for. All right. Brother Bose? All right. Tell her that I said if she believed me as God's servant, to rise up off the stretcher and go home and be made well. Are you believing with all your heart? Take her by the hand, the arthritis will leave her. If you just if do what if you believe with all your heart. All right. Are you believing with all your heart? There she comes from being bound, packed in here with arthritis. There she is, perfectly normal and well. Take up your bed, go to your home, lady. Jesus Christ has made you whole.